shared by a helper who came from a village in East Java. She used to bring food to sell in town and had to travel in the early hours through a wooded area. What started out as a normal ordinary walk quickly escalated into something that spooked her until this very day. I am Wraith. This is Late Night Mysteries. so much for having me in late night mysteries i'm thrilled to be here and share my spine tingling experience with you i've always had an insatiable curiosity for the darker side of life as a child i found myself captivated by ghost stories urban legends and the mysterious unknown where i grew up in a village in east java it was through these tales that I discovered a deep fascination for the horror genre. Today, I will be recounting a night of horror I experienced when I was 17 years old. I was in a dark jungle that exuded an eerie atmosphere, and little did I know the horrors that awaited me. It was filled with unexplained phenomena, chilling giggles, and inexplicable shadows. It was still dark when I stepped out of my home to make my way down to the market. I have been up since 3 in the morning, helping my aunt with the preparations and packing of the food items to be sold later. Together, we carried the basket and tied it neatly at the back of my bicycle. She waved me goodbye from her kitchen doorway before walking to the chicken coop to see if there were any eggs for the day. I pulled my thin sweater snugly around me as the air was still chilly from the rain earlier. The path from our home to the edge of the village was slushy and wet, but I knew where the spots of high ground and conveniently placed planks were. I did not ride the bicycle, though, and wished I could, just to speed things up. Walking and wheeling the bicycle beside me slows down my movement, and I hope Buck Andy would not scold me for being late. 
From the edge of my village, there is a tarred road, and I climb back up my bicycle. It would be another hour before I can reach the market, and I held myself back from cycling too fast. The road, although tarred, was still slippery, and I do not want to fall in this hour when there's not a soul in sight. Moreover, I could not risk destroying the food prepared by my aunt because it's our only source of income for now. It was not long before I reached a fork in the road. I usually took the road on the right because it has a more scenic view with paddy fields everywhere and the beautiful colors of the dawning sky. Unfortunately, it will take twice as long to reach the market. Something which I do not have the time for today. I decided to take the left road. I've taken it a few times before. It's shorter, but not much to see, except for trees and the occasional squirrel. Not long after I took the left road, I found myself facing a path with rows of trees on either side. On a normal afternoon, it would be a pretty sight. But on a dark morning like this, I felt a bit apprehensive. Taking a deep breath, I cycled through, turning my powerful torchlight on the front basket just to give me a sense of comfort. As I ventured deeper into the heart of the dark jungle, I became hesitant, and an ominous chill gripped my spine. The moon's feeble glow barely penetrated the dense canopy, leaving me surrounded by an abyss of shadows. Each rustling leaf and whispering breeze intensified the eeriness of the atmosphere. Halfway through, a small shadow darted across the path. I squeezed the brakes and came to a stop. I swept the torchlight all around me. Nothing. Must be a squirrel or something, I thought. My senses heightened and I became acutely aware of the stifling silence. The only sound was the crunching of leaves beneath the wheels of my bicycle, creating a haunting rhythm in the stillness of the night. My heart pounded in my chest, matching the rhythm as a sense of impending doom settled over me. Just when I thought I couldn't endure the suffocating darkness any longer, a flicker of movement caught my attention. My eyes strained to pierce through the black veil, and there it was. Two small dark figures lurking in the distance. It stood motionless, as if watching my every move, its silhouette blending seamlessly with the gnarled trees that surrounded it. 
As I was getting ready to move, I heard a giggle. The sound sent goosebumps all over me. Suddenly, to my horror, two children appeared from the bushes and smiled and giggled at me. I was stunned by their presence. They could not have been more than five years old. They approached me and touched the front wheel of the bicycle. That was strange, I thought. Are they really human or a ghost? Why are they in the middle of the forest at this hour? The question did not remain in my mind for long. The two boys started to chase each other along the path. Without thinking, I quickly cycled behind them. A while later, they stopped suddenly, and I squeezed the handbrakes hard, grinding the wheels of my old bicycle to a screeching halt. They held out both their hands on either side, as if preventing me from proceeding further. I was really scared at that time. Ignoring their action, I bravely moved forward. Into thinking, what will be, will be. That's the risk that I got to take. A few seconds later, a huge, thick tree branch fell directly in front of us. If the two boys had not suddenly stopped, I would definitely be struck by that branch. The boys giggled and grinned at me. They nodded a few times and then pointed to the fallen branch on the ground. I began to compose myself. Are they trying to save me from that fallen branch? I thought. I asked them, why are they in the middle of the dark jungle? They did not give me any answers. Still nodding and pointing to the fallen branch. That's when I realized that the branch was blocking my path. I understood their reaction. I got off my bicycle and pulled the branch away from the path. It was heavy but manageable. I am a village girl after all. But the shock of what would have happened if I had not stopped still spooked me. Panting slightly after that heavy feat, I walked back to my bicycle, smiling weakly at them as they stood to the side, watching my every move. I pulled off the covers of my basket and took out two steamed cakes, intending to give them to the children, as my way of saying thanks. When I turned around, they were gone. How could they have disappeared so quickly? That spooked me. I quickly returned the cakes to the basket, took out my torchlight, and gave the area a clean sweep. And then, I froze.
A short distance away, nestled among the trees, a group of people were staring at me. In fact, it seemed like an entire village was there, just staring right at me. All of them were wearing white. Not a single one made a move. The usual forest sounds disappeared and the silence that ensued was deafening. I just stood there, open mouth, for I don't know how long. I was in awe, but creeped out at the same time. The two boys appeared in front of the group and smiled at me. Somewhere deep in the jungle, a call for prayer was heard drifting softly through the silence. Without any word or warning, the group silently turned around and disappeared among the trees. I swallowed saliva down my parched throat, the pain quickly bringing me back to reality. I did not realize my mouth was so dry. Casually I kicked up the bicycle stand and rode hastily out of there. I could have sworn I was in the jungle far longer than necessary, but when I arrived at the market, I was still far earlier than anyone else. Even Pak Andi had not opened his stall yet. While waiting, I pondered what had happened earlier. One thing is for sure, I'll just be sticking to the long and scenic route from now on. No more jungle shortcuts for me. supernatural beings said to be invisible to most humans except for those with spiritual sight. Not everybody is lucky enough to encounter one. While they are thought to be relatively harmless, the sight of one or a group of them can leave you shaking for a while. We are just glad the helper turned out fine and she just ends it up to one of her life experiences. I am Rafe once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.